Welcome to Amazing on Autopilot. My name is Jules, and if you're a leader, a visionary, or an entrepreneur, I want to help you create your impact. Hey, leader. I would like to have a word with you today about an author, an author named Steve Chandler. So this episode is going to be one of those that I'm sharing a book I'm reading with you or an author. Now, I actually haven't bought this book by Steve Chandler yet, but I'm about to. But I want to share a few of the concepts from this book that I actually experienced him through and he shared through some videos. So I want to share some concepts here. Now, Steve Chandler is someone who's kind of known as the godfather of coaching. He is a leadership and personal development mentor to many successful people, including Brooke Castillo. He has written over 30 books in his time, including one called Time Warrior. I want to read that one next. And also Wealth Warrior. And if you look him up on Apple Podcasts, you will find some video experiences of him. Now, I remember when I first encountered Steve Chandler and through my coach, Rich Philipvin, who he mentored and taught to build a prosperous coaching business. It was interesting. He has a, a very grand, deep voice, it's slow, it's very patient, very provocative. And it didn't really vibe with me at first. I wasn't really getting it. So I was like, no, not this teacher for me. But I'm coming back. I'm coming back to his teachings and learnings. And I've recently gone through a few of his teachings on creativity and I'm going to share them with you today. They are such valuable distinctions, concepts and ideas, even methodologies that you can apply today. To me, they were almost paradigm shifts and the way Chandler, Steve Chandler writes is very short, very descriptive. And it's almost obvious in a way, but it hits you in this really insightful paradigm shift where they get you to go, huh, didn't look at it that way. It's so much more simpler, so much clearer, and it's very profound. So I'm going to share with you four of these paradigm shifts that I'm having, and I would love to teach them to you and discuss them with you. I will add that this is all to help you with doing what you set out to achieve. I call these his uh, creative acts. His book is titled Creator. That's what I'm going to end up purchasing. But it is. It's about creativity. It isn't about adding more, doing more, and see what we can, what extra can we do to our time or manage time. It's about being creative. And we all have this intelligence within us. We're all creative creatures. We didn't lose it at any point in time of our growing up. We're all creative and we've just got to create the space for it. So creative act number one, when we are lost in thought, for example, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to do this. We need ideas. I need motivation. It blocks our ability to give time and attention to actually doing the thing. So his great example here uh, he used is of himself where he was writing a book one day and he just felt super stuck. He just felt stuck on like the chapter to write, the, <laughs> the ideas, the concepts, how to actually get out there, how to write it. And so he went to one of his most creative friends that he knew and, uh, and told him like, dude, I'm, dude, I'm stuck. 
and he he was expecting some sort of elaborate advice that went deep and really gave him some transformation. But he emailed Steve back and said something really short and simple and that the resolve was time with the book. So what I took this away, what I took away from this was we so often and a lot of entrepreneurs and many of us get lost in the thought, full stop. (laughs) We We get lost in thought. We get lost in the thought of fear, the thought of how to, the thought of needing inspiration or needing ideas instead of actually giving our time and attention to the activity itself. So the exercise that helped me here practice is looking at my calendar, looking at my my day. We've got eight hours, let's say we've got the eight hour working uh, day and looking at how many of that is actually spent, how much time and attention am I actually spending on the activity that I want to do versus the thoughts that I'm having around it. So when we are lost in our thoughts about the activity, we take away from our capacity to give time and attention to the activity. So your creative act here is to look at what you currently might be lost in thought about, i.e. feeling fearful about, wondering about how to do something, getting ideas about something, and just allocate time and attention, which is a very important resource for you. It's one of your most valuable resources is to just allocate time and attention to actually doing the thing instead of being enthralled in thought of it. Creative act number two. The quantity of activity affects the quality of activity. So this is all about space. It's about creating space. And the thought that I put out there is, the headliner is, there is no space for miracles to occur. Now, this has come from my coach, Rich, who learned this from Steve, where space is where miracles occur. So if you are, this is like me at the beginning of my entrepreneur time, where we, we, we look at the our activities and our commitments, and we're often in back-to-back means. We often go from one learning or course or video to the next one, to the next meeting. And we're jam packing our day with learning, with consumption, with calls, with whatever it is, you know, even in the gym. And there's this addiction to doing that because it makes us feel like it gives this perception of progression that we are constantly busy ourselves. And I invite you to think about even when you're not in back-to-back meetings, your personal day. So when you go and get the groceries and you're lining up, I whip out my phone (laughs) Um, unconsciously. And now I'm very aware of it, but I whip out my phone and I'm going through my notes or texting my mom or whatever it is. I'm waiting in line. When I am on the treadmill for a walk, my ears are plugged in. And when I'm on the bus, I'm looking at my phone, reading something. There's almost this constant desire and need to feel progression by busying ourselves. And what that actually does, it is, it takes, again, takes away our capacity to just be present. It is actually stealing something very, very precious from us in life, which is presence with our life, present being. And so if you, you're asking, wondering how to be more present, it's literally about taking away what you already do repetitively. The space between the activities is where 
amazing reflections happen. We already know that you and I already know this, that we have our best ideas in the shower, when we're running, when we're going for a swim, having a walk, not listening to anything or consuming anything. Those are when ideas just come, realizations happen, paradigm shifts happen, um, epiphanies go on. And we didn't even ask for it. We just gave it space. We weren't looking for it. And that, my friend, is creativity. You have it in you. You, you are a, a creative, capable being. And it's just creating the space to allow that to occur. So the creative act for you and I here is to look at our, I guess, typical day and see what's repetitive and see what doesn't have to be there. Look for opportunities. Be aware of opportunities day in, day out of where you could create space. Where you're lining up at the grocery store, let's not whip out the phone. <laughs> when you're going on a walk, let's not listen to something. When you're on the drive down to the gym, let's not turn on the radio. Silence, space, whatever you want to call it, that is where there is an opportunity for a miracle, an idea, a creative act to occur. Creative act number three, I love this one. So dreaming the impossible works against you. It actually works against you. This made me take a 180 on what I thought I loved doing, which is vision setting and goal setting and doing impossible things, doing things that we never thought we were capable of. Now, I do think that that has a time and place, but it might've been that I read it and learned it from Steve at the right time. Because right now I am very ambitious and this might be a very ambitious time for you too. Maybe you're aiming high a lot. Maybe you're being very, I guess, daring with your goals and what you want to achieve right now and what you're going for in life. So what Steve says is, why do we spend the whole day trying to do the impossible? And he actually noticed and made the point that this is what he saw in his 37 years of coaching and working with entrepreneurs and successful leaders. He says the biggest mistake that he noticed in these entrepreneurs and creative beings is that they make their life or their profession or what they want to achieve, they make it out to be this really big audacious thing. And we will spend our entire day trying to do the impossible. And that actually works against us because of the damage to our spirit, the damage to our mindset. When we are going for the impossible thing and not actually achieving the impossible thing, yes, we can come from that place, but spending your day not actually achieving the thing because it feels impossible actually damages us. So it actually goes to work against us. So what he proposes is for us to create our very own blue collar day. Now, entrepreneurship is seen as audacious. If you think about entrepreneurship, it is seen as that thing, and you might have this as well, as you know, lots of your friends and lots of the people that you grew up around are doing the nine to five. They're doing that comfortable life. And you might be the black sheep, I think empowered, empowered black sheep. Um, you might see, be seen as a different one. You're the one who's daring. You're the one who's doing the thing that a lot of people won't do. A lot of people are afraid to do. Start a business, create a product, starting coaching business, releasing something, launching something that changes the world. A lot of people aren't into doing that. And so entrepreneurship can be seen as this audacious, impossible thing. So right from the get go, it isn't a blue collar day for us because that's the thing that we actually want to get away from. Steve proposes that we create our own blue collar day, which means 
doing the doable, and I'm doing air quotes right now, doing the doable is creating a day in, day out for us of seeing entrepreneurship as a profession, doing the doable every day. And this works with us. Now I can go into more detail. I might make a newsletter about this or do a blog post about it. But you can take it how you like to when I say blue collar day, doing the doable. And that that serves us. It's not spending the entire day trying to do the impossible, which damages our mindset. Finally, creative act number four is deliberate inspiration. I can bet that you probably already do this as I do as well, but there's so much value in it. Steve calls it a system for applied creativity. What that means is if you have a morning routine, if you have a nightly routine, if you have a habit of doing something that creates energy for you, it creates, it's a system for you to feel good in what you're doing. For example, if it's coffee that you take in the morning, if it's AG1 that you drink, if you then go for a run, if you have cold showers, if you have certain rituals that you do, you have a system for applied creativity. You are what's that word? It's not pre-workout, but you are setting yourself up basically for creativity. So, and there's a lot of value in that. There's a quote from John Dewey that says, we don't learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on experience. So I know this might sound obvious. Like, well, duh, like I go for a run in the morning, I take my cold shower, that sets me up for the day. But it's reflecting on that and now knowing that that is deliberate inspiration. Now, Steve compared it to non-deliberate inspiration. I'm going to use that word. So when we watch TV, we've got some reels or we watch a funny video or something comes up us uh, comes up without us intentionally looking for it or doing it. It's non-deliberate inspiration. We might feel laughter. We might feel inspired from that. It might inspire us to go take action. That was non-deliberate. But things in the morning where I go for a walk and I listen to a podcast or I go for the gym first thing in the morning and then I come home, have my cold shower, do a certain breakfast, have my, my gutastic supplement. That's deliberate inspiration. So I love that because uh, a lot of the time in our journey, we will say the phrase or think the phrase, I don't feel inspired. I don't feel motivated. I need motivation or give me some inspiration. Help me find inspiration. And so our homework here, our creative act homework is to, I guess, reassess our system for deliberate inspiration. I think everyone already has an existent, even if it's minimal, they have an existent system for deliberate inspiration. Even the people who aren't so um, motivated or committed to creating something, they might finish their day and go home and watch Netflix. In a way, Technically, that's deliberate inspiration because they want to inspire themselves and help themselves get into a relaxing mode, to get into home mode, to get into their sacred place of relaxing. So it's deliberate inspiration. We deliberately do. We have an intention behind certain acts. I do believe that there is a positive intention unconsciously behind every action that we do. So find what it is that you currently do, what's your system for applied creativity? And if you do have a system of deliberate inspiration, how can you make it even more deliberate for the purpose of creativity? So there you go, guys, four creative acts 
inspired by Steve Chandler that I'm sharing with you today. I'm going to put the, the link in the show notes for Steve Chandler. You can check out his website and you can also check out his book, Creator. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to read. I might do an online or a audio of it since I'm flying soon. I don't really want more books in my suitcase, uh, but I'd love to have something physical to read in the plane for sure. I've got a 14 hour flight. So there you have it, guys. So time and attention. Uh, the quantity of activity affects the quality of activity. Dreaming the impossible working against you. And honing into the value of deliberate inspiration. I'm going to leave you guys with that. Have a fabulous day. If any of these have elicited insight for you and you'd love to just discuss it with me, send over an email. We'll set up some time and have an open conversation about it. I love discussing. It's hello at julessue.com. I will look forward to hearing you guys. And by the way, I've just finally published my website. If you want to check it out, it's been in construction for, man, close to eight months. But but I'm proud to finally publish it and look at it as my new playing creative act for continuing to to come back to it and and upgrade it into ways that feel more aligned with me and more energetic and fun so yeah so check it out if you'd like to give me some feedback give me what you feel it's www.julesue.com i'll speak to you guys next week everyone has a vision for their life and what they want to build that's where it's exciting for me to play helping individuals create their impact on the world if you want to go deeper and learn more about how to work with me go to julesu.com. That's J-U-L-E-S-S-U.com.